tent. This is God. Oh, that's oh, all right. I stand corrected. That's perfect. That's perfect. Kent, you picked Kent. Yeah. Dude, you're basically just recasting two real them. genius. Two it's the two big, it's two big roles. I didn't pick Martha Coolidge for my director. Oh my god. Or Mitch for my supporting actor. Oh my god. Uh no, I like your pick. It's unique. Um, because you got him both in Bachelor Party yeah. and you've got him cool in Cool Witter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great in Bachelor Party. Oh, he has great reaction shots. Like yeah. when he sees his car being trashed. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. he's very animated. Yeah. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <coughs> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, Drafting the Perfect Comedy. In honor of the 2021 NFL Draft, Buzz in the Tower is putting together two fiercely competitive rosters of comedic geniuses. Directors, writers, and actors will be chosen throughout this 10-round fantasy draft. The result? The best 80s comedy ever made. Strategy, player evaluation, and a little luck will all be needed as we try to create a movie even Vince Lombardi would be proud of. I'm Mo Shapiro. And joining me as always, the Mel Kuyper Jr. to my Todd McShay, Max Sanders. And with that, Max, you're on the clock.
with the first pick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow it down. Slow it down. Bubba Smith. (laughs) Yo, easy. Yeah, nice police academy. You know he was number one pick in the NFL draft in 1967? Michigan State Spartan and Hightower to his friends and family of the police academy. Yeah, Baltimore Colts. (laughs) Kick a field goal through his teeth. He, uh, Michael Strahan, when they re... We'll do a reboot episode at some point on police academy, and it has to be Strahan that plays him, right? Oh, that's really good. Right? Or or Ndamukong (laughs) Sue. I would take Ndamukong Sue. Ndamukong Sue would, like, kill the director. He probably would. So we last week had our Game of Thrones episode. And by the way, welcome to the show, Max. What do you mean? I'm well, I just wanted to welcome you. That's all. It's that's, a polite, it's a cordial thing to say. That's weird. That's not <laughs> what you normally do. Part of why I gave you such a cordial welcome to the show is because we have a fun little thing now where our friends at 80stees.com, our newest sponsor, hello 80stees.com, and check them out. They're fantastic. Have sent us yet another two amazing shirts that we're wearing right now feeling fresh why don't you talk about your shirt because i know you're excited about this movie i have the light blue nova laboratories it's kind of like the michelangelo vibe to it it's johnny five it's fantastic it's, that's that's yeah. that this is this is your favorite shirt isn't it yeah because <laughs> if someone on the street sees it and they're like hey johnny five or input or something like that i know that they really know the 80s that's awesome yeah i'm in the same boat as you because you are wearing your favorite shirt max and i am wearing mine you're wearing my favorite movie shirt Shirt. Really? Yeah. M- movie shirt, but not your favorite movie. No, it's my favorite movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, Goonies yeah. is your favorite movie. I've got the... I've been pelted with tomatoes. Just so shut time. your mouth. Yeah. Don't act like you like that movie. Um, I've got the light gray Astoria Goonies Never Say Die Goonies shirt. It's pretty, it's pretty sexy. It is uh, the best of the best <laughs> of the best. So again, 80stees.com, the best shirts you can get for movies, cartoons, anything 80s and 90s. Check them out. And uh, when you purchase one of those shirts, take a picture of yourself, send it to us, and we would love to show it off on our social media platforms. Yeah, we'll make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you saw the never-ending story, it's always, yeah. That was a, like, muted yeah, though. No, it's all right. That we, wasn't a, that, yeah. That's your I'm riding Falcor, yeah. So yeah. it's a little bit more exciting. I have multiple yeahs. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Max, are we ready to talk NFL? So last week, Game of Thrones. Right. Fun episode if you haven't listened to it yet, and we... Love a good recast. We, I, we, I don't know if we like apologized per se, but we came out the gate saying, "Why do you out, always do that?" I don't know, but it was because I wanted the people to know us outside of '80s and '80s movies. There's only a couple things you and I really collective. There's things independently you're into and independently I'm into, but our shared passion, right? '80s. Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. And today we're going to kind of touch another one, which is you and I love the NFL. Love foosball. Love the NFL. Now, you are a filthy mongrel and happen to have been born in Boston. So you get to be a Patriots fan, which is total crap to me. It's unfair. So I, it, it was I, ho- I covet your teams. It was hard till I was 13 or 14. Oh, was it rough for 2001 you? 2001 is really oh, when it is. It's yeah. so tough for no, you. 2000. 2000. Okay, you see my tears yeah, shedding? Yeah. Because I, I bear the cross yeah. of being a Detroit Lions fan. So I think it was actually more fun being a Red Sox fan when we were miserable. You know what I mean? Like just At- being like, just ashamed of it a little bit, but it's like a group that you're a part of. As someone. You love it. I, as someone who is knee deep in it, I'm, it is not fun. No? But this is our year. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. A new GM. Our coach is biting people's kneecaps. This is our year. You just like that your quarterback wore the Beverly Hills cop Detroit Lions jacket. So, so <laughs> before we go too off the rails, I do have to shout. I got to give a shout out to Jared Goff. Right. Yeah. So the Lions picked up Jared Goff in a trade and at his inaugural press conference. He was wearing the Axel Foley Beverly Hills Cop Detroit Lions letter jacket. Was it the actual one? I don't care if it was the actual one. I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't know if he figured that out on his own or his PR person did. 
Is there any better way to endear yourself to the city of Detroit? Did everyone else freak out too? Oh, or? people lost their minds. It was all over Twitter. I had 15 people like sending me screen captures of it and being like, have you seen this? I was like, oh, I've seen it. Don't worry. Uh, so today's episode is a fantasy draft, but instead of drafting- Our whole life's a fantasy draft. Basically every day, it's, the show is a fantasy draft, but yeah. this, this particular episode, we are going to draft the participants, the team- to put together the perfect 80s comedy movie. Yep. The rules. I know you're itching for the rules. Yeah. So I, it makes it better. It's, it's I'm sometimes. A Dan, I'm a Dan Aykroyd writer. Like I throw the kitchen sink. You need to like streamline me. Yeah. In. You give me a 600 page manuscript for Ghostbusters. That's yeah. got like a DeLorean <laughs> in it. I'm like, let's just reel it back in, in a future, little bit. Yeah. yeah. Let's reel it back. I think for the purpose of what we're doing, we should each have an actual team, even though it's more just a name than anything else. So I assume you'll be the New England Patriots. I'll be the Detroit Lions. I wanted to be the flying Bill Murray's, but whatever. No, I think we'll stick with the New England <laughs> Patriots. So you will be drafting a team comprised of director, writer, yep. actor, actress, supporting. We'll go through all the different rounds, but this is where the rules come into play. In a normal draft scenario, if you're the Detroit Lions, for instance, you might pick a tight end in the first round, although a little for the bit. the 38th yeah, time, God, Eric Ebron, let's this, do that again. Like, we can't turn this into me <laughs> talking about the Lions, or this is really going to be a rough, uh, a rough podcast. But each round is going to be pre-designated to the position that we're drafting. Right. So the first round, we're going to draft, each of us is going to draft one director. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, multiple it, directors would be a well, little weird. Well, I've, I've seen it. There, I mean, we've, that happens? We, yeah, well, we've had a couple movies where the director's been fired halfway through, so maybe have one in the So uh, we're backup. envisioning that we're firing <laughs> our director no. halfway through to be fair that's why we're not gonna, You're gonna do, do the first half the other guys gonna do the second right half. perfect yeah. perfect um but we're gonna we're gonna draft an 80s all this is obviously based on the 80s we're putting together an 80s it comedy oh did you know that <laughs> putting together an 80s comedy <laughs> drafting 80s uh actors and actresses drafting 80s writers drafting 80s directors and there's a strategic element to this Strategery. it's not yeah right it's not just let's pick the biggest and best name. So I always use the example in football. If you're going to be a West Coast offense, if you're going to be a run and shoot offense, if you're going to be a defense first, you know, offense second team, we have to think strategically about how we're putting all these pieces together because you can't just say, give me, you know, give me Bill Murray and give me blank. It's got to be sure able can. to complement and fit each other. I know. Speed. No, we're not. So you want, to be, the, you, you want to be the Raiders? You be the Raiders. <laughs> I don't want to be the Raiders. I also don't want to be the Lions necessarily, yeah. although I, our new GM, Mr. Holmes, he's going to take us to the promised oh land. Oh my God. Today every, is, every year. Today is the first first step, right? Because yeah. the, the draft, I mean, this is coming out Tuesday. The, the draft is began. Thursday and I am going to represent the Detroit Lions today by having the best 80s movie <laughs> comedy draft ever. And that's what we're going to see on Thursday from the Lions as well. <laughs> nothing. Got, you got nothing. Yeah. Your, your head exploded. I don't want to insult you. No, that's a lie. You yeah, do. When yeah, it comes to the yeah, Lions, yeah. you love beating on me because you're a bully. You you know what you are? You're a fan bully. I might be a general bully, <laughs> but you love picking on other franchises that don't have your success. Yeah. A AKA all of them. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> oh, man. It's nice at the top. Air is crisp. Go Tampa Bay. Anyways, uh, so let's. I'm rooting for them. Uh, yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did. Um, Go Gronk. You will be doing the first pick of the draft. Oh, boy. Um, because typically the loser from the previous season goes first and you're got, and you're a loser. So you'll go. Uh, <laughs> we got salary caps and stuff or no, no? salary caps. Okay. No, you can, so there's a Matt Stafford, like 50 million. Out oh, the that's gate. cute. Yeah. You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. Well, all right. He was worth it. Let's talk about 80s <laughs> movies. I mean, we were looking at all these actors and directors and writers through, especially for comedies. Like this was the, the, the height of comedic. I mean, this is, you look at today, obviously you've got Judd Apatow and all those other guys, but there was like the, the genesis of it, I think took place in the eight, in the eighties. Yeah. 80s is the best, 90s second best, 2000s is a little sad. Now, the 2010s are kind of just a bummer. Yeah. The last super funny movie, if you think about it, is probably Neighbors. 
six years ago. Yeah, I like neighbors. I thought no, I was I'm good. saying that's, yeah. the, that's yeah. the last yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so Max, we as we hop into this, the only real rule is you can't obviously draft the same person twice, and you can't draft someone that someone else has drafted, right? So like, yeah. Once you get them, you get them. Now, if you draft someone as director, can they nope, not be an can't actor? double down. No, okay. No Iron Man football. Oh. They only get one position. Uh, that's good strategy. Though. I'm glad to yeah. see your heads in the strategery. So with that, Max. By the way, before we start, I want oh, to say, I like <laughs> another vibe. No, no, no. Keep the here. We go. What do we got? I want to say this topic rules because I had a rough week. And now, um, I'm, God, now I'm you excited and, you for and comedy. Your, you and your emotional weeks. <laughs> I was like Goldie Hawn and Overboard. I was just like, humming a, humming, humming a. So this is my dunking in water. I just want all of the fans out there to know, like, don't send flowers or get well candy. No, this is like, me. This is him being the neurotic. most fragile human being in the world. Yeah. Like, his rough week was like, he he stubbed his toe, yeah. and it, it just went two, downhill from there. It took two tries to get my key in the door. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, man. Don't, don't get me started. I'm so happy that we could <laughs> we could rise you up from the, the pit of despair. Well, start with positivity. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Positive thoughts. So with that, we are ready. The 2021, by the way, I'll be playing the role of Roger Goodell, so... Uh, yeah, I know, right? Every time I talk, you're going to boo me. I'm sure he's you'll got good love that. hair, though. He does have good hair. He seems uh, like he bullied people in a frat in college. He, you know what I mean? Like, dude, he was definitely the pledge master. What Barstool did to him and those shirts oh, and yeah. all that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, we got Matt Patricia as our coach. And yeah. he was, like, wearing that shirt. I couldn't believe that uh, prior to getting hired, obviously. Oh, the Patriots. All right, Max, uh, the 2021 Perfect Comedy Draft is officially open, and the New England Patriots are on the clock with the round one choice of director. Who are you going to select as your director for your ultimate 80s movie comedy? All right, so do I talk this out? Like, what am I thinking? I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, we're Kuiper and okay. uh, and and, uh, and McShay. I can't even say his name, right? McShay, yeah. McShay, yeah. McFly. We're McFly and Kuiper. Yeah. What would Kuiper's name? This be? is heavy. Crease. Crease. Yeah. Crease and McFly. There, there you go. go. Yeah. 80s fire him. 80s fire him. Okay, so. I mean, first I thought like Mel Brooks, you know, like Spaceballs, yeah. just all that satire stuff. So Barry Levinson's kind of underrated. He's kind of low key. Right. Like he's kind of like yeah, a second, diner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Viet- a good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. Is Rain Man a comedy? It's funny. Uh, I don't know what a comedy is, but a comedy it could possibly <laughs> <Yeah>. be. <laughs> Richard Donner, Goonies, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, there's Hughes, there's Harold Ramis. But dude, you'd be great on ESPN because this is what they do. The six, yeah. the six minute running clock when that first pick is coming up. They're like going through every possible Should person. I go through the heights be. and weights and all? Well, be careful. You're probably going to stumble on who I pick Max. We don't have a six minute clock. I'm okay. going to need you to take out your piece of paper okay. and I'm going to need you to write down your selection for the first round okay. so that I can be Roger Goodell and I can say the pick is in. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I, the pick is in. I have really bad handwriting. It's, I know I won't probably yeah. read it, but I've just been handed the pick. I'm nervous. <clears throat> Flop sweat. And with the first pick of the 2021 Fantasy comedy draft. I'm going to call it 60 different names by the time we're done. <laughs> the New England Patriots have selected Rob Reiner. Woo, we got him. Oh, man. Talk to me about Rob Reiner. So 6'2", 202 pounds. <laughs> you, from, did, you did. Yeah. The, I love that you did the weight <laughs> night stats. That's great. From the from the University of Los Angeles, California. Sure, sure. School of theater. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted someone who's multifaceted. I wasn't sure what my movie was going to be. So it's like, he can do everything. You do satire, adventure comedy, growing up comedy, rom-com. You think about it, this is Spinal Tap, Princess Bride, Stand By Me, When Harry Met Sally. He's just an amalgamation of every kind of comedy you could possibly want. I like the word amalgamation. Yeah, right? It's good. Yeah. I checked my dictionary. This no, morning. no. You were, yeah. you were, you got, was that on your like little calendar, the word of the day? Was, I like yeah. that. I like that, that little a lot. Gary, what's his name? <laughs> oh, Gary Larson? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's 90s, but it's okay. <laughs> well, maybe it's 80s too, but. Focus, focus. Okay. <laughs> 
don't know. He just seems like a fun guy. He likes improvising. Like on Princess Bride, he let Billy Crystal improvise for 10 hours straight for three days. Right. So, and he gets the most out of his actors too. Like Will Wheaton and Jerry O'Connell in Stand By Me, mm-hmm. they couldn't elicit like the right crying when they were like emotionally distraught. Yeah. yeah. So he just yelled at him. And then he's like, let's run the scene. Yeah. yeah. And then they were just like in tears because they're little kids being yelled at by Rob Reiner. You can't, you can't refute this pick, right? I mean, like the, the big names are out there. You picked one of them. He, he's got the chops. Uh, I mean, Princess Bride. So again, we're putting together this comedy movie. So don't get stuck on just one movie. And to your point, the range from This is Spinal Tap to, to Princess Bride, two very different movies, but with a, a good, strong DNA of comedy chops in there. So yeah. I'm with you on it. And also we're drafting like a director and how they film things. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. when stylistically, ha- yeah. So right. when Harry met Sally, the I'll have what she's having scene, mm-hmm. he focuses on the person talking while they're saying something and moves the camera to the other person, like a different shot. But finally, when she starts getting into it, he like widescreens out and then shows everyone else's reactions. And I just appreciated the directing of it. It just made it that much more funny. I'm with you. You don't have to sell me twice on this. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, and you know, like in the NFL, how like families, there's usually a dad who's an NFL player, that kind of thing. His dad, Carl Reiner, Directed Summer Rental, Summer School, and The Jerk. Uh, R.I.P. Just passed away, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. No, and no. he was, you know, his role in Ocean's Eleven oh my God, was just Saul. so yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, he was great. I he's, loved him in that. You know, he's 6'2", too, so it's like... So there you go. Yeah. There's a lineage of size. <laughs> I can't believe you did the size. Max, I like your first pick. Yeah. You're, the New England Patriots have gotten themselves a solid pick. With that being said, the Detroit Lions are on the clock. And, oh, boy. And their pick is in. Don't fumble it. First round, second pick. The Detroit Lions will be selecting. I'm torn on this, dude. I'm so torn on this. This is a classic Lions. Classic Lions. Talk I'm sitting out. here. I'm talking out. I'm not talking it up. I'm just going to tell you who it is. I am selecting John Landis. So let me tell you why I'm torn. Yeah. Because he's a jerk? No. We're going to talk. So this is like in the NFL draft. Sometimes you have to draft someone that has a little bit of baggage with them. He's got a little bit of baggage with him. Um, Helicopter murders. That's one blatant way of saying it. My gut originally was Richard Donner. Yep. And I really struggled with this. He revolutionized the uh, superhero film, right? Like he, Superman won. He forced the issue that Superman was going to be a serious, it wasn't going to be Batman with like, bam, plow. Like it was going to be this real serious film. Did he do Superman 2 too? He did. He was originally on Superman 2 um, and he did the primary shooting for it. Right. And he had conflict issues with the producers who fired him. <laughs> Those are the Santa Claus, the movie producers. <laughs> so Gene, Gene Hackman actually refused to shoot any more of the Lex Luthor scenes. So as a result, all of what you see in Superman 2 was what was shot with uh, Richard Donner. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So I, Lethal Weapon, the yeah. Goonies, Lady Hawk, whatever. I didn't pick him. I'm going to stop talking. This is what, yeah. this, this is just, you know, this is what Lions, how I, Lions fans <laughs> do this. They like want one person, they get that person, but then they talk about the one they didn't get. Yeah. I feel really good about John Landis. John Landis, let's just go back in time. Yeah. I don't think you've ever seen this movie before. Kentucky Fried, the Kentucky Fried movie. No, that's 78, right? Yeah, it's 78. So I know yeah. if I know per your contractual obligation to yeah. not do anything except the <laughs> 80s. I signed in blood. It's it's like it's it's very sketch comedy, but like edgier, like uh it's a it's I mean, it's a good R rating, right? It's like National Lampoon stuff, right? Kind of like yeah. Animal House. It's very the it's same time. very it's very edgy, very funny, and it got the attention of the people at Universal who who gave Landis a shot to direct Animal House. Not an 80s movie, but National Lampoon's Animal House, I mean, it it set the bar. I've never seen it. Oh my God, are I you know. kidding me right now? I know the I'm a zit All right, like 48 hours. Okay. You have 48 hours to watch it. And and not be, I understand it's not an 80s movie. You have to watch Animal House. I'm watching Dark Crystal right I don't now. care. I've, well, that's a great I retract that. I do care. Finish Dark Crystal. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. but you have to watch Animal yep. House. All right, 
So this is one of those things where this is the quarterback, right? The director is the quarterback of the team. And I'm not taking not the offensive coordinator or the coach. No, no, because you don't draft coaches. I mean, you, I trade for coaches. But yeah, Gruden's, I, Gruden was like two first round He was round a picks. trade. <laughs> but this is this is my first round pick. This is a franchise quarterback. Yep. I mean, I'm, this is a safe bet, right? I mean, comedy. Okay. The Blues Brothers, right. an American werewolf in London, trading places the Twilight Zone, Michael Jackson's thriller video, which is not a comedy, but I just think is awesome that he was it asked is to Twilight do it. Zone. Right. You have a really weird sense of humor. Right. Um, Spies Like Us yep. and The Three Amigos and Coming to America. I yeah. mean, like I, those are my the, little buttercup has the sweetest <laughs> smile, the smile. <laughs> the John Landis is just it's John Landis. Right. Like and, and I know. So the story you referred to, there was um, on the shooting of Twilight Zone, was yep. it Twilight Zone. There was a helicopter accident and he had children that were working at night and that violated child labor laws. And it seemed like he didn't care. And, and as a result of that, also he had a falling out with Eddie Murphy, which by the way, the story of that, when you get into the weeds, it's wild. It's wild. Like yeah. there's like- The fact that Coming to America actually it, it was got, a good movie it got, is insane. It got physical. Yeah. Like there's oh no, like, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. The, there's a whole- Do you whole, think Eddie can fight? Yes. I really? Do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you sound like you have personal experience. No, what, but, what but they, seem to, they seem to patch things up because they had worked on projects after this. Like oh, it cool. took a while and they were in communication with each other, but I, I'll ignore a little bit of the baggage. Yeah, it's a powerhouse. And his story- I mean, so I've got something that you'll love, right? Okay. So his close friend, George Lucas, offered him the role as the director in Howard the Duck. No way. <laughs> so to me, when you're looking for a quarterback, you want a good decision maker. Yeah. <laughs> you want someone who doesn't throw into coverage. Well, he, didn't, he didn't take it because he didn't take it. He didn't yeah. take it, right? Landis is my guy. I want him leading my team. That's my pick. I, I, I feel good about it. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. These are two solid picks. Anyone else you thought about? Uh, I gave you Richard Donner was the big one for me. Yeah. Um, David, by the way, David by, Zucker at all? Uh, yeah. So yeah. that was the he, one. He, he, I know, right? The yeah. naked gun, airplane. I just watched Ruthless Ghost. People. He Ru did Ghost. I know. Yeah. yeah. Ruthless People I just watched for the first time. Z Great DeVito. To your to your early Great Midler too, actually. Right. To your earlier point about stylistically the film. Yeah. I love those comedies, it's but, but it's not the one that I want to make. Yeah. I've got a vision. I've got a vision of what my team's going to look like on the field. Okay. And Zucker's fantastic. I mean, yeah. the other one I put out there was I mean, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. I, you know, like again, like just. Is he that funny? To your, again, to your point, mm. think stylistically. I mean, you could have you put Spielberg. This, yeah. You could have put Spielberg in there if you wanted to, but I, yeah. Landis, he gets comedic timing yeah. like no other. I mean, I, I, Ivan Reitman would have been another one that I would have put up there. Yeah, but, that, that was a powerhouse pick. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm feeling good. All right, Max. Uh, with that, we are ready to move to round two. Let me give you back your sheet of paper as you will. <laughs> we're only we're on budget. Buzz in the Tower's got a tight budget and we're also environmentally we one friendly. We have one piece of paper. So uh, wait, you don't even need it. I pick first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you hold the paper. Okay. I don't need to write it to myself. That would be insane. What kind of crazy thing would that be? And with that, we are in round two of the perfect comedy draft, and we are going to be drafting a writer. Don't you steal my pick. I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> and the Detroit Lions, after having selected John Landis, are now on the clock. So talk it out. Writers are tough. Yeah. It's interesting Sometimes you get these like writer credits that you don't even know how involved they were in creating the screenplay. Yeah, there's like three or four people involved sometimes. Yeah. You're not sure who like took the ball through right. the end zone. Basically. You got it. You got it. So a lot of lawsuits with writers. too. A lot. Yeah. It's like, I wrote this. It's like, did you? The most, the, the biggest thing for me for writers and you, you we were joking about Dan Aykroyd at the beginning being a kitchen sink writer that throws everything out I there. Had him, I had him on there as, as your potential writer. <laughs> I will tell you that my being a Lions fan is heavily impacting how I'm drafting because I'm scared. I'm in a perpetual state of fear. You gonna be all right on Thursday? No, I'm not. Thursday, this is like <laughs> me relax right now. You should. Yeah, I need yeah. well, like a wellness check every five minutes during the draft. <laughs> I'll just give you my pick. Uh, the Detroit Lions for the second round pick select John Hughes, writer. 
What's what's what, uh, what's his uh, in Illinois the fake place uh, Sherwood in, Sherwood Sherwood Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why I picked Hughes. Yeah, from Clarkston, Michigan. I think. Oh, yeah, there you right. go. Yeah. Perfect. I picked Hughes because there are so many movies that he penned, and yeah, I, and this I is such and, a win. I know, and I and I kicked around the idea of using him as a director, but there are so many of his films I loved that he didn't direct. He had his uh, the other guy. If he wasn't oh, directing, Howard it, Deutsch. thank you, Leah Thompson's Yeah, husband. right. His I always forget that. every time. So Deutsch did Pretty the great, great Outdoors, yeah, which is like one of my favorite Hughes films. The, re, the re, kind of wonderful too, I think. The reason I picked Hughes is because Hughes is a guy I feel like I could have gotten into a room with, yeah. and given him three elements of an idea and had a script twenty four hours later. So this is the four year. This is the Andrew Luck, right? You know I mean, like this right. is every year just consistency. This is the no brainer. And I thought of it. So you're using a quarterback as an example. To me, I'm thinking like your writer. He's your middle linebacker on defense. Okay. He's the quarterback of the defense, right? Yeah. The director whose moves are aggressive. He's making the moves. The writer. He's your defender. He's making sure that the core of what you're doing is at least reasonable. And when you look at, I mean, how could you not love John Hughes writing? Was library? it 18, 16 credits? I'm going high level, right? So I, I'm ignoring the the movies he wrote that probably weren't as much of a success. They're all so good. They're all really good. Mr. Mom, National Lampoon's Vacation, 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, European Vacation, Weird Science, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Some Kind of Wonderful, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, She's Having a Baby, The Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, Christmas Vacation and Max just for just for extra credit. Can I go into 1990? Fine. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a writing pedigree. Yeah. That's Barry Sanders as your running back. That's Ray yeah. Lewis yeah. as your linebacker. Yeah. This Lions team yeah. is not going to be like the others, Max. <laughs> and that is my pick. John Hughes, writer. And Director, plus, yeah. John Landis. Yeah. Plus, if you don't like the script, he can write you another one in 20 hours. He's a stud. Yeah. He, what he, he wrote uh, Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. 20 hours. While he was shooting, what other movie Weird was he Science, shooting? Maybe we, yeah. yeah. It was something... Or no, maybe it was some kind of wonderful. I don't know. But with the bottom line, he all his movies he wrote in under two days. Yeah, he just cranked them out. Yeah. Amazing. So that's my pick. With that, the New England Patriots are on the clock and your Ooh. sheet of paper is in front of you. Okay, no pressure. No, no pressure. I mean, you're just following up John Hughes. <laughs> like, it's, it's, you know, tough, tough move. I mean, you'll, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. So do I pick someone from like a little school that I'm not sure about? You know, like the Carson Wentz A little mid-Mac? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Timothy Harris. Do you know who that is? I don't. He did Trading Places, Brewster's Millions, Twins, and Kindergarten Cup. Oh. I know, right? Yeah. But it's not fun to pick the guy you don't really know. I, you, you, listen, it's your team. I know. It's not my team. Nor- my, my team's got, got John Hughes, so and I'm if, good. If I pick Nora Ephron, then I have the one that Harry Met Sally vibe kind yeah, of thing. I can get yeah. the rom-com really going. Yeah. Aykroyd is insane. Yeah. So 400 But then you, if you pick Aykroyd, <laughs> you don't get to pick him for any of the actor spots. That could be factoring That's into true. it. That's true. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm All right. Please doing. write it down on your sheet of paper. Writing now. And with the second round selection in the... <laughs> Comedy movie draft 2021. The New England Patriots select Savage Steve Holland. What a great pick. I love that pick. He's even got a football name. Oh, that's a great max. I, you know, I have like a sweet spot for him. I love him. Let's talk about him. Talk about him. So California Institute of the Arts, you know, huge player there. (laughs) So, I mean, first of all, childhood nickname. It came when he kicked a kid in the teeth during a soccer game. So I know he can play. So, I mean, but writing wise, better off dead, one crazy summer. He's kind of like that one player that has that one year, like in the program, Lattimore, you yeah, know, that, yeah, that yeah. senior year. I can't believe you're referencing. <laughs> like we're doing a draft and you're like, yeah, let's talk about the program. Sorry, I'm getting like my football mixed up a little bit. That's okay. Bit, it's but, all right. That's all right. But I just like that he's an animator. He puts his story of his life into things. Like he is Lane Myers in one cra- in uh, Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. In uh, One Crazy Summer, he felt like he was hoops. And uh, great writing is the side characters. Right. So like the Stork Brothers and like their Godzilla scene. It's, the Howard Cosell 
Yeah. Uh, exchange students with the blowhorn. Johnny Gasparini with the I want my two dollars. So it's like the fact that he loves his side character or even like Lane's little brother who like goes to the moon in that rocket at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like and he's just the coolest kid in the school. I just and, love and, that stuff. And did you know that he wrote an unaired pilot for a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure TV series? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, my that's my my little yeah. fact of uh, Savage Steve Holland. The thing that blew my mind, he animated the Whammy on the game show Press Your Luck. Oh, you're kidding Isn't me. that cool? That's the craziest thing I've ever... <laughs> that, is, that is one of the best yeah. pieces right. of, of trivia I've ever heard. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm curious what happened to him. He, he started directing like kids TV after that. I think he went more into the animation. He route. did. He did some. Uh, so I don't, you don't watch any of this a, because you don't have kids, but even before I had kids, I watch a lot of cartoons cause I just like them. But like the fairly odd parents he did, oh, he did uh, that? a couple, he did the TV movie for them. Yeah. He did, um, eek the cat, which I loved eek the cat. He did a bunch of episodes in that. So I, I can see you get older. This happens actually to a lot of people in Hollywood. You get a little bit older and you, you kind of migrate towards, I'm sure he had a bunch of kids and yeah. he was moving away from these comedies, but you're right. I mean, he, these movies were great. I mean, like I, One Crazy Summer is probably one of the most underrated comedies of the 80s. Yeah. And wrote, I love that movie. He wrote females well, too, which is mm-hmm. rare at the time. Like yeah. Cassandra Eldridge and Monique yeah. felt like fully Dem- formed. Demi Moore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was great. Well, Monique was awesome, too. She liked mm-hmm. the baseball and all. Yep. Like She was a fully formed character. No, totally agree. So, it's a good pick. Yeah. I totally agree. It's a yeah. good pick. So uh, that wraps up the second round. Wow. This is big. <laughs> Moving to the third round. So this is where our little rules get a little bit interesting. So as we talk about the different positions we're drafting, so many good comedies had these ensemble casts that it wasn't just like one lead actor. It was yeah. like two lead actors. You got to bounce off somebody. Or two lead actresses. So what we did is kind of similar to how if you're putting the offense together, you, you have two wide receivers instead of one, two, o- two offensive line. tackles. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Yeah. We're going to draft two lead actors, two lead actresses, one supporting actor, one supporting actress. Right. Before we get to the rest. But those are the ones we're going to go through. So we're going to start off right now with, uh, I believe you'll have the first pick no. of the third round. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. you went last. Yeah, you're right. First. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. So starting off the third round, the New England Patriots are on the clock for drafting lead actor. There's too many options. There's a lot of options. <laughs> what do I do? It's tough because you get through the basic ones and then you realize yeah. that there's also some serious actors that also do comedy really well. Like so Eddie Murphy's your Heisman winner. Right. Jeff Goldblum is like the guy from Washington State who threw their 8,000 yards. Chevy Chase. Wesley Snipes I thought would be fun. Bill Murray. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. There's studs. No. It's the 1983 yeah. draft. There's studs everywhere, man. Do I get the Corys as a group? Can I get no, them? No, absolutely not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you think that happens in the NFL? You get to like get yeah. two, two guys with the same name now. Can I go not. off the wall and like you pick a quarterback who should be a receiver? Like Jean-Claude Van Damme, I feel like, could lead a comedy. If you want to put Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> as your first pick for actor, yeah. you do that. Because this is this is a competitive episode, so yeah. I, my team is going to murder your team. Or you go ahead. Burt Reynolds was an actual Heisman winning quarterback. Hey, go ahead, man. Everything you want. I, just love, you. I love Burt. No. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. This decision's made. Are you ready? All right. And the pick is in. And the pick is in. In the third round, the third round pick for the New England Patriots. You eviscerate this. Oh, my (laughs) freaking God. This this pick, I just want to tell you right now. I'm proud of this. This pick that I'm about to read is is like the equivalent of when the Bears moved up to get... Trubisky? Trubisky. No. That's how this feels to me. No, it's not. This is the Mitch Trubisky of our... Yes, it is. Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) Woo! Oh my lord. George George Newman. UHF. Oh my god. Go ahead, Max. Go ahead. From California Polytech Institute. Six foot one, <laughs> seventy-five pounds soaking wet. 
<laughs> 30 of it's his hair. You know, I'm just going to start making up the stats. I didn't yeah. get body stats. I'll yeah. make mine up. Go ahead. I don't know. This UHF is one of my favorite movies. It's just he's funny no matter what he does. Like, it's not just satirical comedy. It's him, like, being sad and ordering a blueberry daiquiri at, at the bar. Here's the tough thing. <laughs> what? It's like when Arizona took Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray can be successful. Yeah. But Weird Al Yankovic is a very, he is not doing anything except satirical comedy. You have just pigeonholed yourself into whatever movie you're making is going to have to be satirical. Yeah. Which makes me question why you didn't take Zucker as your director. I think Reiner can get some real stuff out of him. Okay. Really uh, yeah, no, that's, that's actually a fair point. Uh, you think Remember about. lose a job. He's like, I'm so stupid, stupid, oh, stupid. What's uh, for dinner? <laughs> Weird Al, Weird Al and Reiner, the combo yeah. we've always been looking for. The, the Rambo impression too. You know, I, mean? I get a helicopter. He can do uh, some Rambo stuff. <laughs> well, Max, we can do an Indiana Jones remake too, uh, and uh, he can write songs on the fly. Uh, I can write songs. Right. My soundtrack's already set. There you go. I there love Rocky go. Road. I think I'm a clone now. You know, you Amish Paradise. You left me. Eat it. You left me every single comedy actor from the '80s. <laughs> like I thought, great. I thought you'd take you're one. Tell me he wasn't great. No, no, no. It's, yeah. You're good. You're good. With, By a small fact though. You know, he met his wife because Bill Murray set them up. He knew them both. That's so funny. Isn't that cool? I would actually. Bill Murray. Yeah, like, I, mean, yeah. I could see the two of them being fun together. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, with that, the Detroit Lions are on the clock. <laughs> and uh, I took my guy. Oh, man. Uh, this is this is tough. Although we get to pick two actors. So yeah. I feel a little bit better about it. Um, so I am ready to select the Detroit Lions pick is in. With the third round pick of lead actor. No pressure. The Detroit Lions select Tom Hanks. Dang it. Now, I should have done that first. I, I Here's why I picked Tom Hanks. That's and, my second. And, and it's, it, I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. And, but when you think comedy, I think what a lot of people forget is, and, and Tom Hanks is great. Like he, if you see him being interviewed, he's still funny. But his heyday of humor yeah. was the 80s. No, I didn't know 80s Tom Hanks before. I, oh, knew, I knew 90s eight, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 90s, he solidified himself yeah. as, as a real actor, right? Philadelphia, Forrest, uh, Gump. Forrest Gump. But yeah, in the 80s, my, yeah. my favorite Tom Hanks is the 80s. Splash, Bachelor Party, so, The Man with, yeah. with One Red Shoe, yeah. Volunteers Money Pit, uh, Dragnet. Even yeah. Dragnet I thought was hilarious. He just has great goober energy. Oh, he's great. Uh, big. Yeah. Which I would argue is one of the greatest movies ever, especially you know, as a comedy. You know the Shimmy Shimmy Coco Puff song? Mm-hmm. He did that as an improvis- improvisation. Well, one, was, you know, I didn't know that. But that was of, him and his son. One of the facts One of the facts that you t- uh, told me about is that that scene when they're actually doing chopsticks on the piano, yeah. they actually did that. Yeah. That's real. Like, I think that's great. They yeah. can do that. Turner and Hooch, The Burbs. The Burbs is probably the most underrated Tom Hanks movie when ever. When they look at the bone and just start screaming. Every, uh, Tom so, Hanks' scream is great. It's it, it's the best. And and then... Oh, God. Right? A, a movie, like, again, I know I throw these at you once in a while a movie you have to see it's a life-changing movie okay you have to see it it's a 90s movie 1990 yeah. joe versus the volcano i know yeah that is that is to me when you're when you're first getting out of college and you're starting your job and you're and you're having big questions about life it's a life-changing movie yeah. what about punchline i freaking love punchline i do i do but Matt, that's the point i give you a thousand movies yeah done. what's your uh, favorite from his 80s punchline? oh god uh burbs really yeah okay i love big but burbs speaks to me in a way that like just this you know dad and 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 carrie fisher is so good yeah. in that like i just i she's hilarious like everything about it is great i think money pit money pits really when good he's too. stuck in the floor and he's just can't money, scream money. that's what i'm saying like his physical comedy is great his flexibility as an actor he's a utility player right yeah. like i can put him anywhere like he's yeah. a stud he's yeah. an absolute stud and he improvs on set yeah you know the baby corn and big he did, yeah, that, himself. did that himself yeah yep, absolutely yeah so tom hanks all the way that's who i'm picking as my so that's my that's my second pick well I you're should, gonna have to find another why did one I, pick where I, How, first? I just want you to, i want you to i want to i want to want to repeat back to you what you just said yeah my second pick 
And let me just add a couple words. After Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> for my lead actor was Tom Hanks. Shame yeah, on you. I love this up. You got too excited. Yeah, I did. This, this is what teams do in the draft. They fall in love with a player and they were like, oh yeah, who would, who would, he would have been available in the second round. <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't have taken him. Was did you think list? I was going to take him? No, he oh. wasn't even on my list. Oh. Tom Hanks, though, you got to get him off the board. This takes us to the fourth round where we will be again taking our second lead actor because we have this cast of two lead actors, two lead actors. Yeah, it's comedy. You bounce and, off each other. And the Detroit Lions are back on the clock, and hopefully you will not be mad and we don't take another one that you want. But I, again, the Weird Al thing, the Weird Al thing is too much for me. With the fourth round pick, the Detroit Lions select Eddie Murphy. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> It's great, great, great freaking pick. So this is, to me, this is pairing. Yeah. Can you imagine a movie it with Tom like it, Hanks and Eddie Murphy have not been in a movie together? It should have been done. Right. Yeah. Uh, they would be perfect together. They both just, uh, think about how Eddie- Are they too similar? No, not okay. at all. That's the beauty. Uh, I don't think Eddie Murphy- Because they're raunchy, fun. Eddie Murphy doesn't have a ton of range. Yeah. I mean, you can say he does, but like he's Eddie Murphy well, in every an, movie. Yeah, he's an improvisational master. Tom Hanks is different. Tom yeah. Hanks can adjust who he is. He can go, I mean, he can be- Did he in the 80s though? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he was I mean, the same I, guy. He was similar, yeah. right? I mean, he's still goofy and wild and yeah. crazy, but again, like Eddie Murphy's more raunch yeah. and, and and Tom Hanks is more playful, silly, like kid. And I think the two of them together would pair perfectly. Are you going to have him wear the red leather jacket thing? Yes, Rob? absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> can Tom uh, Hanks wear one too? Plus like maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I can get Charlie Murphy in there for yeah. uh, some work as well. I, I mean, do I even need to do this? But I will. The pedigree on Eddie it's Murphy. It's the murderer's row. I mean, it's, come it's, on, yeah. dude. 48 hours trading places. Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. The Golden Child. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Coming to America. Harlem Nights. Another 48 hours, which is 1990. Why do you keep doing the 90 thing? There's because there's so many 90s movies. Yeah, that great. I, I'm not doing that. Fine. Yeah. Fine. If you don't want to talk about a movie Richard Pryor is in, fine. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Eddie Murphy, he comes out of Saturday Night Live. Okay. His first like movie. He, his first movie was 48 hours. Yep. Roxanne. I, you don't have to. So I'm watching this interview with him. It was actually the cast of Trading Places. And in the interview, they asked him this great question about you know, is it hard to be an actor and be funny? And he was versus being like a action hero. And he had this great bit where he was talking about in 48 hours, he's, you know, was so nervous. He couldn't play it straight and couldn't be serious. And he said, oh, it was supposed it, to be more straight. He said it was easy. Yeah. He said for him to be, to do that is easy to be a comedic actor is a whole different ball game. It's very difficult. Right. And, and that's exactly for me, why he's so talented. Like he slid in, he left Saturday Night Live and went right into these comedic he's roles. He's like 22 years old, And he right? just rocked it, yeah. man. He just rocked it. Yeah. And, and I mean, Raw, Delirious. I mean, like those are, those are, inc have you ever watched the full? I mean, they're amazing. I watched Raw. I haven't oh seen Delirious. Oh God, dude. He's just, he, he's, he's a comedy. I, I gave up Bill Murray for him. Yeah. You know, I gave up John Candy for him. Like there are some other big names out there, but what? I had to go with Eddie Murphy. This was a smart play. It's like, he can lead whatever movie you want to be. He gives me flex. Yeah. He can do action because I've not seen Tom Hanks in a good action film. Could you do satire though? Did Eddie ever do satire? His skits on Saturday Night Live. I yeah, mean, that's true. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I would say, I yeah. mean, I kept trying to think Gumby. of a movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that's my pick. And that puts the New England Patriots on the clock. Okay. I, how, do you, how are you going to, how are you going to match the veracity of Weird Al? Go with my heart. Oh, you're going with your heart. Yeah, All right. Yeah. And the pick is in. <laughs> and with the fourth round pick of his second lead actor for this comedy explosion, the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh my God, Max. <laughs> How could you pick Val Kilmer yeah. and Weird Al? That's you're lining up Ice one nice, hell of a team, man. Yeah. One hell of a team. My satire is going to be on point. You, you know what's amazing about this? Everything. No, I'm going to tell you at the highest level what's amazing about this. Somehow you became 
the classic Detroit Lions and I became the classic New England Patriots. No. You're making these insane emotional decisions. No, diamonds in the rough. This is this Imagine is Imagine this is Spinal Tap with Weird Al and this Val is, Kilmer. This is Matt Millen drafting Don't you call back me to back to no. back wide receivers with the with the overall first picks. No, Val Kilmer's multi-talented. Val Kilmer is a wonderful actor. Yeah. He has to carry your entire comedy because his co-host is gonna be Weird Al. Well, top secret. What did you do there? That's a full-on comedy. Well, you're committed. You're you're in a parody. You're yeah. committed. You're full, fully committed to a parody. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm starting to see the development of your offense, and it's very clear what you're yeah. going to be running. This is a fun and gun. Oh, man. Yeah. This is no this, huddle. Let's go. This is incredible. And Chris Knight, the confidence, the timing, and real genius. Yeah. Top secret, like yeah. you said. It's a moral imperative. I, I needed mean, to pick him. He's hilarious in Top yeah. Gun. Yeah. You know? no, he's, well, he's not. <laughs> But like you do the, he could do the, you do serious, the grip, the mouth bite. Thing. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, I can't do it. My teeth aren't. Are my teeth soft? I don't know. I don't try to do it. Yeah, it's weird when you're doing that. By the way, do you know he was dating Cher in the '80s? No. Yeah. That's super cool. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Jesus. I'm just getting you off your game. You're t- you are. I'm so yeah. confused. I'm like, is he even trying? Are you just trying to throw the match? Well, he's a multifaceted. He can dance. He can sing. When he's Nick Rivers in Top Secret, he can really like belt. I'm it not. I, I'm singing. I'm not in the slightest questioning his ability. Like, yeah. He's fantastic. I'm just stunned by the pick. And real genius, like the sarcasm. I just you love that. you the, ride so hard for real genius. Yeah. <laughs> I have dreams of thousands, yeah. of thousands of women throwing tiny pickles at me. There you go. There you go. I drank what? Oh my God, Max. All right. Uh, that's your team. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy. No, you should be happy. And with that. You threw my paper on the floor. I, can you pick it up, please? Yeah. <laughs> this slides us into round five. You are on the clock uh, for lead actress in the 2021 Perfect Comedy Draft. And uh, what do you got? So this was difficult. There's actually a lot of funny women. <laughs> there are a yeah. lot of funny women. I'll say Molly Ringwald. You know, if you do a John Hughes kind of vibe movie. Sure. sure. Cher is pretty funny. Cher is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Preston, I feel like, never got the comic chop she, like, deserved. Yeah, the recognition for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like Space Camp. She's really funny. She was. Yeah. I agree. All right. So Elizabeth Shue. Easy now. Okay. Let's, let's just, you're going through too many names <laughs> that are on my list as well. All right. Let's, let's All right. So are you ready to turn in your pick? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see what you've got. And with the pick, ah, this is the first one you took that I wanted so bad. You took it. Oh, I'm so angry. (laughs) They're going to have a trade. We want to trade with this. Uh, The New England Patriots pick Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, she's Max. Wonderful. Uh, Amazing pick. Yeah. She's, she is so good. She's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. A fish called Wanda. So that's a satire vibe that I have right now. Right. She is like when she's in love with John Cleese, uh, when she's speaking Russian. Yeah. I lose it every time. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. fact it's hard to be like rubber faced and comedic and also mm-hmm. be just a beautiful starlet at the same time. Absolutely. To like switch it back and forth. Right. Ophelia and Trading Places. Trading Places. Her her and Trading Places. She yeah. makes she makes the movie. <laughs> the sw- and she's around I'm from Sweden. She's around Titans in that movie. Yeah. And she just she brings a warmth to the movie that makes it like why it's one of my favorite movies. Yes. Yeah, she can hang with Aykroyd, Murphy. That's, that's a tough room. Kevin Klein. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great pick. It's yeah. a it's a great pick. And do you know her legs are insured for $2 million? I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's really weird. And do you know if you have digestive issues? <laughs> yeah. She is your yogurt Estivia person. Or absolutely. Like that? Yeah. Absolutely. Not, cap, not Capsiva. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. You know, she's a narrator in Escape from New York. I did not. Yeah, I know. So she can narrate the movie. And too. then you, and you've gotten her horror film work yet? Because I know. Halloween. You, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's great. Great pick, Max. Oh, and also it comes full circle. Do you know who she's married to? Who's she married to? Christopher Guest. Do you know that is? <laughs> I know who Christopher Count, Guest is. Count Rugen. Count Rugen. And also, Nigel Tufnell. Yes, I know. So we're all buddies here. Getting the band back together. Yeah. You and uh, you and Val Kilmer and, and Weird Al. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this takes us to the Detroit Lions pick for round five lead actress. I'm really excited about this. Okay. Right? 
with that pick, the Lions will be taking Goldie Hawn. Ooh. Goldie Hawn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Goldie Hawn is comedy royalty in my mind. Goldie Hawn going back to Laugh-In, which is an old, old show you probably never saw, like a, a sketch comedy sitcom. Not even, it's a, I can't remember what they're called, but those type of shows like Mad TV, SNL type Got stuff. It. Let's get just to the 80s, her work in the 80s. Plus, I love that she's married, or not married, but together with Kurt yeah. Russell. Like, they're the, that best, cool the best couple yeah. ever. And her daughter's super cool, and now her son's Captain America, and it's just it's yeah. nuts to me. By the way, Wyatt Russell, Lodge 49, best show ever. You need to watch it. I will. I've never okay. seen this. Okay. I'll have to. Um, Private Benjamin, have you seen that yet? No. You need to see it. Uh, she's hilarious. You know, fish out of water story in the military, uh, and she carries the whole film. She's great. Wildcats. So good. And again, I'm skipping a lot of her movies. I'm just going to the when ones that I love. When she's running the miles with right. everyone, she's like, I ran the Boston Marathon she, twice. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, after Wildcats, Overboard, which you and I could. You we, overboating we, son we, of a gun. We could do a whole episode about Overboard, and I'd be fine with it. I think it. we're going to have to. I love point. Overboard. Yeah. I love Overboard. Annie, she's the best. Uh, Goldie Hawn, she's my pick, and she just fits so well. I mean, just think about this, right? Tom Hanks. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Goldie Hawn. This now kicks back to me for the next round for my second actress pick. This part as well. confuses me always. But okay. remember in the NFL draft, yeah, no, if you're no, no, no. it's just because there's two of us. Yeah, yeah. You get confused. I feel like snake draft. I'm your numbers guy. I'm great at this. You should be fine. You're bad at numbers. I'm terrible at numbers. Seven uh, times six. Easy now. Uh, this takes Before us you. to. This What's takes that? us to meaning of life. The sixth round lead actress pick, and it comes back to the Detroit Lions, who will be picking in the sixth round with the first pick. This is a no-brainer for me. Carrie Fisher. Really? Yeah. Carrie Fisher. I The only one I, I contemplated was Lily Tomlin, who I think is absolutely hysterical and I think would be great. Yeah. But I love, this is another one where I love Carrie Fisher. I think that she's immensely talented. She's got great comedic chops. Um, there's other movies, again, we're just dealing with the 80s, so I yeah. don't dive too much. I think that it, even, even talking about Star Wars, I think that like Empire Strikes Back, you nerf hurt her, right? The, just the relationship <laughs> that she has with Han, like it, it's it's to me it's funny. Um, she had guest spots on things like Laverne and Shirley, and obviously she's most known for Star Wars. But her couple roles outside of that in small movies here and there, she was great. I mean, uh, we well, talked brother, she's awesome. We, we talk about the Blues Brothers, she's like the Terminator. She right. pretty much is the Terminator. Um, Max, also, I can't believe you haven't brought this up. She was also in Lover Boy. Remember, she was one of the oh yeah, yeah, and she was with the with the muscle bound. Yeah, yeah. her husband was yeah. the bodybuilder. And geography. she was, and she just wanted to eat chocolate and like break her diet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, she, I thought she was really great good. in that too. Okay, yeah. She's just got a, she's a force. I just love. I'm so I, upset you caught me with Loverboy. I know I love you love Loverboy. <laughs> I didn't know you know that. I couldn't believe you didn't know that. So you've got Carrie Fisher and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. I mean, like to me, that's like I, we talked about Eddie Murphy and Tom Hanks being a pairing. It's Imagine like the two of them. It's sweet and sour. You oh, get a mix. Oh, I love it because love Carrie's it. very sarcastic, right? And, and Goldie Goldie's, and Goldie's that sweet kind of like ditzy but yet funny i just think it's a perfect combo so that's my pick there you go yeah uh and that kicks it over to you my friend i'm conflicted the new england patriots are now on the clock for their sixth round choice of their second lead actress and it looks like the pick is in And the, I was new, conflicted. The, the New England Patriots have selected Diane Keaton, not hey, Michael Keaton. No, Diane are they Keaton. Related? <laughs> I have no idea. That'd be cool. Max, that's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, Baby Boom is 87. Such a fun movie. J.C. Wyatt. Yeah. Just like the high powered, high strung. I love when she like moves to the country and she gets she's picking apples. She's yeah. like, that should be enough for a pie. And it's like literally, you know mountains and mountains of apples it's it's an interesting pick I, again i know i'm going don't kill me going i gotta go out of the 80s just for a hot second what are you doing today? i gotta do it just for a hot second okay <laughs> no not annie hall what? she's funny in Annie Hall. father of the bride i haven't seen it 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Father of the Bride. I, it, you'll love it. I mean, yeah. for me, especially now that I have like kids, it's yeah. a whole different ball Steve game. Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, I can't believe I left him off. I, I, know, I right? was struggling I hard. I, I love yeah. Steve Martin. Uh, no, it's it's an interesting pick. It's it's a little bit unique, uh, but again, fitting with your cast, I can yeah. kind of see it. So when you've she, got a wild cast. So when, by the way. when she loses her mind when she finds out Sam Shepard's a vet, and she just like goes bananas and yeah. loses it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. Like, She's a great actress. And, the fact that she could yell at James Spader and call him a little pisser. Yeah. Like not many people can yell at nope. James Spader and you're nope. like, you're okay, right. I believe that. You gave yourself so some flex. Like, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Max, that takes us to the seventh round. But before we go to the seventh round, uh, She's mad? but we are contractually obligated by the NFL during the draft to stop <laughs> and pause for some ads. So we shall do that now. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, True. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man, and I need this kind of stuff. It works. is It's it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Those were some fantastic ads. Uh, some of the best we've heard. Okay. We're getting to some important stuff. Yeah. Because at the end of this thing, we got to put our movie together. Oh, we're doing like a trailer? We're doing like a trailer. So we're now in round seven. You'll be kicking off round seven. The New England Patriots are now selecting a supporting actor. So uh, what do you got for supporting actor, Max? I had some wild ideas. I thought at first... Wild, like yeah. the ideas you already had are wild. This puts those to shame. Oh, wow. So... I'm, I'm not picking him. All right. But uh, the gyro captain from Road Warrior, Bruce Spence. All right. Remember him? You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not who I'm picking. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just something that crossed your mind. All you right. You he's 6'6". Max, turn in, yeah. your, turn in your pick. Oh, we're on Dermot, Dermot Mulroney. Turn in your Dirty pick. Dirty Steve. Turn in your pick. Okay, fine. <laughs> turn in your pick my, before my I, pick is good. I revoke your possible pick. So... <laughs> With the seventh round pick in the, uh, can I say it the right way, the 2021 perfect comedy draft, the New England Patriots have selected, this is a good pick. Woo, this is a yeah. good pick. Robert Downey Jr. Let's go. So are we thinking back to school? No, combination. I thought, I just watched Johnny Be Good for the first time. Johnny Be Good is fantastic. It's insane. He's really kind of the same guy in the both movies though. I, a, a little bit. Yeah. I much. mean like, like, yeah, yeah. Like during the ha the uh, pregame speech when he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like out of his mind. Yeah. 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 I just. Every conversation he has in Johnny Be Good is insane. He's talking about beating up a therapist and then paying them in cash. And like, he's talking about his pee smelling like asparagus. Yeah. It's just, it's really strange. He's out there. Yeah. Yeah. But how the way he treats the coach is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So he just seems like the spoiled rich kid next door who just has a mouth. I can't, I, I'm always shocked by the fact that when you watch 
back to school. Yeah. That he is this like minimal role. Derek and, Lutz. And, and the yeah. kid yeah. and the kid is like uh, Rodney Dangerfield's kid is who I don't know who's ever acted in anything no, outside of this that's movie. That's Keith Gordon. Do you know what else he's in? No. I watched it yesterday. He's the main dude in Christine. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He's great in Christine. That's only it then. There's only two movies he's ever been yeah, in. Yeah. So he's a director now. He's directed at least 10 episodes of Dexter. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and I Legion. Like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so, so I like feel better. Wig. But you know what I mean? Like even for that movie, it's not like Robert Downey Jr. was like a no name at that point. It no. still blows my mind that he had such a small role. Yeah. One fun fact on the set of Back to School, uh-huh. him and Billy Zapka, Zapka. Yeah, they played in a band. So Zapka had a guitar. They both played in the same band? Well, they played together. So Zapka had a guitar and Downey Jr. had a keyboard and they'd just play and, <laughs> they'd, and they'd watch Christopher Walken movies and try to analyze what made him so great. Oh my God. Isn't that wild? I would pay, yeah. I'd pay the price of admission to see the two of them play in a band. Do you know he was on SNL at the time too? No, he was on SNL for a year. I didn't know he was on it. I didn't know yeah. it was the same time. Yeah, um, there's a, but uh, so, uh, Anthony Michael Hall was on SNL for a little bit. I really? Think. I think so. Yeah, 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 he's funny. Yeah, I could see that. Right. Um, all right, so that takes us to the Detroit Lions seventh round pick for supporting actor. I'm not going to leave you in suspense. This was a no brainer for me. Martin Short. What? Yep, Martin Short. So Martin Short is the consummate supporting actor. I don't ever. I, there's not a movie he's been in where I've been like, he could carry the film by himself, maybe with the exception of inner space, but I would make this, I'd make the Dennis case, Quaid, right? Yeah. I'd make the, I'd make the case that Dennis Quaid and Melanie Griffith held it more than he did. Yeah. And he was Jack Potter. He was hilarious. This is all driven. It's a mail plane. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is all driven by the three amigos. Yeah. I don't view him as even, I, I think he played a supporting actor to Chevy Chase and Steve Martin in that. He didn't feel like a third even pair. And I'm again, I'm thinking about the cast that I currently have, the people that are in there. So you're meshing them together. The, the only the only one I considered not, I, uh, here's what I was considering doing. I was thinking Joe Pesci, Lethal Weapon. That's really good. And I Leo thought that Getz. would be, I thought, yeah. Okay, whatever, okay, whatever, okay, 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 okay. Whatever, whatever you need, yeah. Leo gets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he explains taxes, I'm like, is that really how taxes work? I know, I know. When he was laundering, <laughs> the money laundering I'm thing. I'm trying to take notes. I'm like, I don't understand this. I don't, I, I, I say, like, I had a good list. There are some others that I really felt strong about, um, you know, that we could have easily done. I, Martin Short was my number one. Rick Moranis. Harold, Harold Ramis, Dom DeLuise. Like, Dom DeLuise is on my Those too. are, those yeah. are, cl- but like, I, I love Martin Short. That takes us to the eighth round supporting actress. Uh, and that is still the Detroit Lions pick. Elizabeth Shue. Oh, no, I didn't have that. I was really torn because there's someone else who I really liked a lot, but I'm going to go with Elizabeth Shue. And the reason I'm going with Elizabeth Shue is because you know she, ro- she, she rocks my world. So, Adventures in Babysitting, she's she, hilarious. Like, things happen to her. Supporting actress. Yeah. Think again, the not, blue scene. not caring, yeah. not caring the movie. And then I think about like, I think about her and Cobra Kai. Yeah. And like, just, I, I just think about, I, I'm telling you, dude, she'd be a great comedic supporting actress. Okay. If you don't pick my backup, I want to talk about my backup because it was really close. It was like 1A, 1B. But I'm going to throw it over to you now. Yeah. The New England Patriots, eighth round, the supporting actress pick, Max Sanders. What do you got? I'm nervous, actually. You're nervous. You're I always think, a I, nervous. I think my backup was better. Hand me your pick. I'm ready to read it. Okay. And on your sheet of paper, your pick is. Other side. And your pick is Lily Lily Taylor? Who is Lily Taylor? <laughs> no, I just made her up. No, no I, right. Who, who is Lily Taylor? It's Corey Flood from Say Anything. <gasps> the guitar girl. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> That'll my never God. be me. That'll never be, never be. I totally know who that is. She wrote 65 songs for Joe. Max, what a 
random like sleeper pick. I love this. She's just such a supportive person. This I, is I when supportive this is, actress. Like, this is when Kuiper would be yeah. like, I had her on my list. We knew the Patriots were going to take her, and everybody would be like, What are you talking about? This is a great pick. I yeah. love this. Like the world is full of guys. Don't be a guy. Was, yeah. was she in anything else? What was she in? Yeah, she's in a uh, Mystic Pizza. That's right. Yeah, she just got a sweetness about her. I think I she love can this. add like a humanity. What a to my pick. Movie. This is for sure one of my favorite picks of yours. Now you didn't pick what my second one was. I think we have the same one. Do we? You want to say the same time? <sighs> sure. Okay. Three, three, two. Oh, no, it's always on two. Okay. Let's do uh, lethal weapon style and screw it up. Ready? One, two. Radon Joan John. Rivers. No. Oh. Joan Rivers. Wow. I dot, thought you were going to go Radon John. I was going Dot from Spaceballs. Yeah, that's really good. I thought she yeah. was like so great in that. And like Joan Rivers is just a comedic legend. Oh, you yeah. Know? She would have been perfect. She never got the full role she needed either. Radong Chong. I don't know. I yeah. mean, like Commando? <laughs> when, yeah, when Arnold is, when he like does all that stuff and she's R- like, rips her seat out of her car. He's like, are you going to tell me what's going on? And he goes, no. She goes, no. <laughs> no. Okay, this is wild. <laughs> Funny. Oh god! You can't tell me she's not funny. I think she's funny. Just, yeah. I, I'm not knocking it. Rocket launchers. When I think of comedic actresses, I don't think of Ray Dong Chong, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Max, this takes us to one of my favorite rounds. Cameo. What's yes, a cameo? A cameo is a cameo. Oh. So this is. I want to give a little bit of narration and explanation around this. Not cameo strictly in the sense that someone makes a quick appearance in the movie and they do it as their actual self, but some great comedies have these real small parts that are designated for one famous actor or actress. Yeah. For instance. Ignore for a second that Mel Brooks plays the emperor essentially in Spaceballs. But if you look at Yogurt, yeah, like that role is a smaller role with a bigger name, right? Like what are some other movies that are good examples of this? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane. In Airplane. That's a great example. Carrie Fisher in uh, Blues Brothers. Yes. Another great example. Terminator Girlfriend. Yeah. So like to me, that's kind of the cameo role. We're looking for an an actor or an actress. Gravitas. Yes. But like isn't a major role, just maybe a couple scenes. Yeah. A little sprinkling. We got it. Perfect. Uh, To kick off the ninth round, the New England Patriots are on the clock. Max, what do you got? I thought a lot about this. Oh boy. (laughs) You got a smile on your face. Sometimes you got to go with your gut. And I thought about a lot of people like, but I went with someone. They're going to only going to be on screen for a couple minutes. Sure. You got to bang this out. Yeah. They have to be impactful. Yeah. Magnetic. Yeah. Loud. Just hilarious. Sure. So it's kind of stereotypical to who I, you could guess it. Yeah. You will guess it. I don't know that I could guess who you have, Max. I, 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 in your heart, you know what it is. Who do I talk about more? Rodney Dangerfield. There it is. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and with the pick. <laughs> and with oh, oh geez. We, we got Weird Al Yankovic in this movie with Val Kimmer. Oh, geez. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's a good one. I can't, I can't, I mean, with the ninth round pick, the New England Patriots for their cameo role choose Rodney Dangerfield. So what I love about him. His first acting role was Caddyshack. You know, he's like 60 years old. And Caddyshack is just on the cusp of being more than a cameo. Like yeah. he was in it enough, but like it was it was still the same kind of idea. Yeah, but I kind of relate to the golf pro shop scene. So like that Give me scene, two of these, one of those. Oh, yeah, you get yeah. a hat like that. You get so, a free bowl of soup. <laughs> you know what's wonderful about that scene? They told him action the first time. He just stood there and like they didn't do anything. And Harold Ramis was like, you, you got to go. It's your turn. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's time to do my bit. They go, yeah, when I say action, do your bit. He goes, action again. Dangerfield doesn't move. The third time, he goes, action. Dangerfield still doesn't move. And everyone's looking at Ramus. Ramus goes, do your bit. And then he does it. One take. Does oh, the whole my thing. God. That's yeah. awesome. What a great story. Yeah. I love that. So it's like, that's what I want. I want the pro shot. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, that's a great pick. It's, yeah. uh, it was on my list. It was my number two. Yeah. In case you took my number one, which you I did. Didn't want, I didn't want to be stereotypical, but I had to go. No, it's, yeah. not, it's great. It's a yeah. great pick. The Detroit Lions, with their ninth round pick for cameo uh, role in a 2021 perfect comedy draft, <laughs> Charlie Sheen. 
That's wild. I, I, yeah. I mean, immediately, Ferris, I, Ferris. Ferris. Yeah. I go to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. and I look at him. I mean, we all know the story. He didn't sleep for 24 hours before, <laughs> 48. or 48 hours before, <laughs> so he could look like he was strung out. And he is just, when you think about that movie, yeah. and you think about all the scenes and the excitement of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, that scene does not leave your mind. No. You're like, that's Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And it doesn't overshadow the movie. Nope. It's, it's perfect. It's just the right amount of spice in the soup. I mean, it's it just, it's perfect. But I mean, Charlie Sheen, he, yeah. would, he would crush it. I right? love it. For yeah. my movie, yeah. for my movie. <laughs> John Landis film and the actors and actresses I have, I would I put Charlie. Who Sheen else did you think about? I literally only had one other person, and it was Roddy Dangerfield. Uh, we are now at the tenth and final round of this draft, and Max, we have put together two formidable teams. I'm pretty I mean, pleased. Well, you shouldn't be. You're gonna, my team is going to crush yours. <laughs> I have a flag football team. No, you have the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> That's what you have. Like fun. Yeah, uh, you actually would like that. Huh. Tenth round pick, the antagonist. Yeah, the villain. Gotta the have the bad it. guy. Comedy villains are important. Comedy villains can make or break your movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Detroit Lions are on the clock and they will be picking first. I had to, I had to, I mean, this is, this is so lazy, but I had to be safe. I am a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> I want to see a playoff victory you, in my you life. You want eight and eight. I just, no, I want 10 and six. Okay. And one home playoff victory before I yeah. die. Okay. I don't care if it's a wild card. Yeah. I just want one home victory before I die. With the 10th round pick, the Detroit Lions select for their antagonist for this wonderful movie we're making, Paul Gleason. You mess with the bulls, you get the horns. Max, he is the ultimate comedic villain. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, again, going quickly through it. Clarence Beaks trading places. Oh yeah, he, for, yeah. The 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 stole the the, the frozen Girl orange, suit. and not just that, like slipping uh, the Ophelia the money yeah. and all that. He's he's just perfect. He's got a right? face like the Grand Canyon. Too. He does. He's perfect. Uh, Richard Vernon, the principal from the Breakfast Club, he's down in beers with Carl. Absolutely. <laughs> Down in beers with Carl. He wasn't that bad in the end. Like he felt kind of bad at the end. Kind of has that re redeeming quality. I mean, he was he played, had a smaller role. She's having a baby. He was Howard. Um, and Die Hard, Dwayne T. Robinson. Oh yeah, the the bumbling, the fumbling, awful yeah. lieutenant. Yeah. yeah, which I he was great in that. Johnson I mean, and Johnson, no relation. None. <laughs> Uh, I mean, those alone, that, that's it for me. Like, there's nothing else to make the case. He is the perfect. Johnny Be Good, coach. Oh, God, the coach and Johnny Be yeah. Good. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, I mean, when he smashes the water jug. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for making my case even more. <laughs> yeah. He's so really good. He is my, he's my villain. Uh, and that rounds out my team, the Detroit Lions. Max, the, the final pick of the draft to round things out. You started it. You shall finish it. Who do the New England Patriots pick with their 10th round pick? Who do you got for your antagonist? Do you think Bruce Campbell could have done it? Yes. Okay. Bruce Campbell, I like. Is that yeah. your pick? No, no, no. Give no, me, no. Hand me no. your sheet of paper. <laughs> hand me your sheet of paper. Let's see what we got. And for the 10th round last pick of this incredible draft, the New England Patriots select Robert Prescott. Any idea who that is? Not a clue. <laughs> not, not surprisingly, as you have literally made a B-list movie. <laughs> Kent, this is gone. Oh, that's, oh, all right. I stand corrected. That's perfect. That's perfect. Kent, you picked Kent. Yeah. Dude, you're basically just recasting two real genius. Two it's the two big, it's two big roles. I didn't pick Martha Coolidge for my director. Oh my God. Or Mitch for my supporting actor. Oh my God. Uh, no, I like your pick. It's unique because um, you got him both in Bachelor Party yeah. and you've got him Cole in- Cole Whittier. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was great in Bachelor Party. Oh, he has great reaction shots. Like yeah. when he sees his car being trashed. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. He's Kent. very animated. Yeah. Yeah. Max, we've done it. Yeah. So before we jump into the final part of this episode, 
which is going to be us creating our quote unquote movie trailer with our full cast in a world, in a world where comedy has been (laughs) all but forgotten. We bring you weird Al Yankovic and Val Kilmer. (laughs) So before we do that, this is a perfect time for the buzz in the tower fan spotlight. This week's spotlight is brought to you by Edward, and he is the creative mastermind behind Sunglasses Kid. He is a British music producer who makes 80s pop and synthwave. And if you don't know Max, synthwave is the way to his heart. You listen to Stranger Love yet? I have not. Oh, it's so good. Um, I will have to check it out as you are my local synthwave master. Yeah. No, dude, he has albums, Graduation and Sophomore. They're fantastic. He Synthwave rules. He's legit. I mean, like his uh, his recent single, Stranger Love, um, that he did with Ollie Ride, hit more than a million YouTube plays in 2020. I want to hit a million something in my life. Right. Well, you might hit a million something. We won't talk (laughs) about what it is. Um, So he does, I mean, his music has been in everything from commercials to TV shows and Actually, it's even featured on the Friday the 13th video game. That's freaking cool. Isn't that cool? Like yeah. that's that's you've reached the summit, right? That is rad. First generation of musicians pioneering the sound of synthwave, underground genre dedicated to the 80s, uh, graduation and sophomore you talked about already. You can check out his longer bio at his website, uh, www.sunglassescid.co.uk slash bio and check him out on Instagram. Sunglasses Kid Music is his handle. And look, you're going to hear his voice and you're going to wonder why we don't just turn our show over to him. <laughs> right. He has like the best radio voice I've ever heard. And you throw the accent into it and I'm yeah, just like, it's oh. James Bondish it is really cool. Yeah. And, and uh, so we asked Edward to make a draft pick for lead actor. And uh, without any further wait, Edward have at it. Hi, this is the musician and producer Sunglasses Kid. I make fun 80s pop music and I've been asked by Buzz the Tower to give my addition to what would be the perfect 80s comedy. And this is a bit of an unusual one. I had to think about this, but my decision has got to be Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is a fantastic actor. He's so diverse. He plays a straight man, but he can also do comedy. He's, he's done 80s comedies before, like Big Trouble in Little China. And I'd argue that Tango and Cash is almost a comedy. I mean, he's hilarious in it. He even does drag in Tango and Cash. And also he's an icon of the 80s with movies like Escape from New York and The Thing. I think he'd work perfectly in a romantic adventure comedy style movie like Bird on the Wire or Romancing the Stone if you think of those kind of movies. He can also be the comedy foil. He can play those fantastic straight men. He's got films like, you know, Stargate, Executive Decision, Tombstone, Backdraft, Breakdown. He'd also be like an awesome villain if you think of him in something like Death Proof. So I can totally see Kurt Russell in like a rom-com bouncing off someone like Meryl Streep who's on the hunt for buried treasure being pursued by Dan Aykroyd and Joe Pesci in Peru. I could see Kurt Russell being the straight cop in like a buddy movie with Eddie Murphy chasing down drug dealers in Hollywood. And I could totally see Kurt Russell in an offbeat comedy road trip movie where he's like with Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze starting a male stripper troupe to win back their failing construction company. So for me, Kurt Russell would make the perfect addition to the perfect 80s comedy. Well, that would have worked perfect on my team with old Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I mean, it's a way to our hearts is Kurt Russell. I couldn't have made fun of you for redoing Real Genius. If I'd had both of them, you would have been like, oh, this is just overboard with Tom Hanks, you know? Well, no, Kurt Russell's the best. He is. Yeah. God, he could have. Big trouble. He's really funny. Tango and Cash. He was hilarious. You know, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Max, now. He didn't. He did. Now, the exciting part. We are going to quickly recap who we picked and we're going to produce and push out our trailer. All right. 
First round, director, I took John Landis, you took Rob Reiner. Even. Second round, writer, I took John Hughes, you took Savage Steve Holland. Different vibes. Third round, lead actor, I took Tom Hanks, you took Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Basically the same. <laughs> Second lead actor pick, I took Eddie Murphy, you took Val Kilmer. Tomato, tomato. Uh, lead actress, I took Goldie Hawn, you took Jamie Lee Curtis. Second lead actress, I took Carrie Fisher, you took Diane Keaton. Like it. Supporting actor, I took Martin Short, you took Robert Downey Jr. I, I won that one. Supporting actress, I took Elizabeth Shue, you took Lily Taylor. Won that one. Cameo, Charlie Sheen for me, Rodney Dangerfield for you. One's all right. And our antagonist slash villain, Paul Gleason for me and Robert Prescott for you. Love it. Without any further ado, let's hop into our trailers. Mark Spencer and Haber Cockrell were two best friends, living their dream of owning Chicago's best hot dog stand until the Bannister sisters decided to give them some friendly competition. Susie and Rebecca won't settle for second, and Mark and Haber won't give up first without a fight. Watch Tom Hanks as Mark Spencer and Eddie Murphy as Haber Cockrell. Take on Susie and Rebecca Bannister, played by Goldie Hawn and Carrie Fisher, in a hot dog war of roses. With Martin Short as James Billingsley, the health code inspector dedicated to the rules, but willing to break a couple if two sisters give him the time of day. Elizabeth Shue as Anna Marie, the local beat cop who knows hot dogs and also knows love. Charlie Sheen as the hot dog delivery guy with a heart of gold and a pocket full of ketchup. And Paul Gleason as Frank Hot Frank's Meyer owner of the Frank Meyer chain hot dog restaurants and lurking in the shadows, ready to put them both out of business for good. Enjoy the hijinks, romance, and mustard this summer at the premiere of Hot Dog, a John Landis, John Hughes production. This summer, Weird Al Yankovic is Cedric LaFleur, and he owns the hottest bar in Miami known affectionately as the Sleeves. But Cedric is addicted to gambling on women's water polo and lost the Sleeves to infamous loan shark Kip Smithington, played by Robert Prescott. Now Cedric has seven days to come up with $100,000 or lose the Sleeves forever. Now his ragtag group of employees have to come together and break all the rules to save their jobs. Val Kilmer is Chip Thickbutter, the head bartender who can upsell anyone. And Jamie Lee Curtis is Victoria Pumpstein, the bottle service gal with a heart of gold. Can they shake down the regulars for the 100K while keeping head accountant Leslie Rothberg, played by Diane Keaton, in the dark? And when they let in a tougher crowd, can plucky bouncer Sherm Youngblood, played by Robert Downey Jr., keep the peace? Or a local chief of police, Burt Polanski, played by Ronnie Dangerfield, shut them down before they can save the bar? Find out May 29th when you're all invited to The Sleaze, a Rob Reiner, Savage Steve Holland production. <laughs> all I want to do is write trailers from now on. That is... Everything about this is so ridiculous. I the love it. The names are the best. The sleaze is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> Used a few friends' names in there, did you? I had to. I had to give some my Easter eggs. This yeah. is the beginning of my Easter egg career. Uh, Max, the draft is over. The trailers are done. I'm not even picking a winner because I'll tell you what. These are very different movies. Super Bowl, <laughs> it's going to be the Lions versus the Patriots. Yeah. It's what we always dreamed of. This week, we crushed it. This is fantastic. I'm playing in a sandbox. You're playing the Super Bowl. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, no, it was good. We, uh, we, we, we drafted. We put together an 80s comedy. We put together the trailers. Uh, and now is the time that we remind everyone, if you laughed half as hard as we just did. Yeah. Even a smirk. Yeah. 
follow, subscribe, rate, review, social media, at Buzz in the Tower. Your cat, your dog. Spread the word. Unless your cat and dog have devices and can listen to podcasts, you don't need to tell them. But other people would be good to tell them. Everybody should tell people. Perfect. There you go. Uh, And I got nothing else. Max, I always go to you to end things out. You just have a way of really, uh, you know, the sleaze. You know, you're you're my guy. (laughs) Any last comments you want to put out there before we uh, end the show for the day? I'm taking a knee. Take a knee. There it is. On the one yard line. Beautiful. I got nothing other than all this talk of hot dogs has made me kind of hungry. (laughs) So thank you as always for joining us. And we will talk to you guys all next week. Later. You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go.